Hello, God bless you. Let's start. This is Pastor Tracy Wells White. We're starting our new series for the next three days. It's called Can Well, I shouldn't even say it's called. It's posing a question. Can we trust God? I know we dare not phantom the thought that we even confessing or, or making a claim that we don't trust God. But when we operate in little faith, we're saying we don't trust God. When we're worrying, fainting as we wait on God to move, we're not trusting God. So it may be a question that you don't want to face, but the reality is that we need to face it especially amidst the chaotic season, pandemonium, and pandemic season that we're in right now. Can we trust God? Well, my answer personally would be a resounding yes. But even with my confidence in that I can trust Him, sometimes they're still looming or glooming Little faith. Well, I'm reminded of the scripture when the disciples asked, Lord, why can't we do what you're doing? You're casting out demons, you're healing the sick, and they even tried. But the Lord said, Oh, ye of little faith. So we must understand that we must often do a faith check. Why? Because the temporal and the eternal are two competing systems at work that both promote quite different and diverse systems. It is not natural or easy to pursue the invisible, and Christ and faith are invisible. Even though we see the birds, we see the creations, we see things, but we've not seen God. We've seen evidence of him. Well, that goes back to Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, and I like the, the acronym of now, no worry. Now faith is. It's not a question, it's what it is. This is what faith is. The evidence of things not seen. Amen. So we must understand now faith is the substance of things not seen, but things that are what? Hope for. So we hope for what we do not yet see. So that does not still negate the fact that there are two controversial or diverse systems at work. So it's natural for us to sometimes understand that our Adamic nature wants us not to trust God. Because isn't that really the question that the serpent asked Eve? Can you trust God? I mean, it wrapped up in a nutshell. Wasn't that it? Can you trust God? Is he who you really think he is? Well, she entertained that thought. She took a moment to take a risk of trusting something other than God. Well, we know the outcome of that was detrimental. And we are yet reaping 
the 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 consequences of her decision of not trusting God. Well, may I ask you another question? Who's going to reap the consequences or the benefits of us not trusting God? If we're not trusting God, but we're acting or performing like having a form of godliness, but denying the power, because the power is the actuality of putting what we know and we think into action by the renewing of our mind, letting go or rejecting the old system of worry, basis, trusting the new system, which is worshiping. And being a warrior. So first of all, it takes a conscious choice and decision. Which system am I going to trust? God or the world system? Well, we know the world system of worrying is not working. (laughs) It is not working. So what must we do? Understand that the two rival systems are at work. But the kingdom of Christ is possible if we believe. We can take God at his word if we believe. Many people have tried to have it both ways. But this can never be more than a matter of adding a spiritual overview and putting with it and promoting a world system. That's a great risk because you might lose everything. And when we lose everything, that might mean losing what? The ground or losing faith. But many have tried. Why? Because we want control. Faith is actually relinquishing control. Trusting God is relinquishing control. And it's never comfortable or our natural instinct to release and to relinquish control. The world system promotes being in control at all times or faking like you have the power of control. Now, when we really have faith in God, we are confident in his control of the situation And if we are totally yielded to him, then we realize the actuality is we are in control because we relinquish control. I know that seems like an oxymoron, like he's canceling one for the other, but really it's not. Because I can do all things through Christ Jesus. And that means only when I relinquish or give up control, I can see God being in control, and then I can rest in his sovereignty, his deity, and take him at his word. But we must examine ourselves in this hour, especially with everything that's going on. The temporal system, which is man's, demands no trust and dependence upon God, but it is based on Totally what you see. In other words, the facts and the stats. 
But you know, like I know, the facts and the stats can be very scary. They can put you in a place of depression, disgust, all those disses, disease, can cause suicide and ultimate what? Displacement and death. Wow. But the eternal system, by contrast, is unseen and therefore requires a walk of faith. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For in hope we have been saved. But hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see with perseverance. That means work. We wait. Uh, we wait eagerly for it. Amen. Romans 8, 24-25. Our culture bombards us with the message that this world is all there and has everything we need, gives us pleasure, minimizes our pain, but that's a lie. I've come to find out when I trust the world system, there's no pleasure. It ends up in pain. Even though we can see it, we have the facts, we have the statistics, we have the report, but trusting that ends up in dismantling or taking apart the true essence of our pleasure in the spirit realm but only gives us a temporary quick fix. Well, I want peace, love, joy forever. Not just now, not just even future, but with Christ's system, we can have it forever and ever. Amen. So, As we ask ourselves this question, can I trust God? James tells us that there is a warfare between an earthly and demonic wisdom and a heavenly and divine wisdom. That's in James 3, 13 through 17. Each of us is required to make a choice. I tell people, and I preach it all the time at Life Churches, there's still two trees in the garden. Good and evil. Flesh and spiritual. So you got to feed your faith and starve your flesh. Say no to the things of this world and yes to the things of God. But see, saying yes to the things of God often means Trusting in something that you cannot see yet. But the beauty of it is you will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must make a choice. Which will we believe? How consistent is our behavior with our belief? Oh my goodness. In other words, 
Are you acting upon what you say you believe? How consistent, how persistent are you in your pursuit of the things of God? Even though oftentimes all you have as a system or to trust in is the word, a promise, the Bible, the book, a prophecy. Well, when I think about that, I think about the 400-year silence between Malachi and Matthew. But it had been promised before. So that's believing what has been spoken before it actually happens. And that's technically what we have. The 66 books of the Bible are just a revelation of what was that's leading up to what is to come. But as we track and trace the word, because we cannot trace God because he's everywhere at the same time, but we have a track record with him and he has one with us. What do you mean? Well, he's done it before. And he'll do it again. Has he healed your body before? Same God. Has he opened the door that seemed impossible? Made a way that seemed impossible? Has he done the impossible? Yes. Yes. And yes. Hallelujah. So though we may not have the facts and the stats, but yet we do. We have something that we can see, that we can pull from, but it's not readily seen unless we think of the goodness of Jesus. Oh, you know that. And all that he has done. That's our witness. That's our testimony. So, so, so often we must pull from our witness, our testimony, and then it's affirmed and confirmed in the word of God. And when we put those together, we have a case. Hallelujah. A case that should cause us to trust God and to answer in the affirmative. Yes, I can and I will trust God. The world promotes approval by people and the world system. But so often, trusting God means your walk will be alone. And there'll be no one to pat you on the back or to make you feel good about the decisions that you've made. And the world will make you think you're missing out on something by trusting God. The world will make you think that they have or offer the good life. Like the grass is greener on the other side. But nothing can be further from the truth. It's just a temporary system when we are trusting an forever eternal system.
The word of God says that knowing God is the greatest of pleasure for all and for all things. Because God is the source of true pleasure. By comparison, everything else is just a shadow. And you know a shadow is <laughs> not even real. Well, I hope we've said something to make you think today. To make you reaffirm your faith. It's okay to say, well, sometimes I feel like I have little faith. It's not that I don't trust God. It's that I don't trust the situation. Or I don't trust myself. Or I don't trust people. Well, it still goes back to trusting God. And when you have those fleeting feelings, don't let them stay. Combat them with the hallelujah anyhow. Combat it with the nevertheless. Combat that anxiety or anxiousness with I will not lean to my own limited understanding. But in all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge the one that I trust and reaffirm in your spirit, I trust God. Amen. Amen. Well, let's talk again. We'll continue tomorrow and the next day with our second and our third series on Can I Trust God? We're going to dig deeper because so often everything points to the opposite. But we know the world system is opposite of God's. For he said, my thoughts are much higher. Who can know the mind of God? Let's he draw them. Let's he tell them. So that's why we have to reaffirm, Lord, I will trust you. And I know that I can trust you. Even if you're having a moment, we'll allow you that and so will he. Amen. Let's talk again. I'm Pastor Tracy Wells White.